Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What really happened on that Thursday here at a high school that led to death? The fuck is that? Shit! I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, motherfucker. I can't even see me. On this episode of the Commercial Break. (laughs) Come on, guys. You've been listening long enough. You know this show. Chrissy and I did a bit. About Fen's Treasure. I watched exactly one. I have heard. There's of, a doc, documentary out there, I guess. Or I don't know if we've watched the same one, but yeah, I, yeah there's a couple I of them. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I this, saw that it was out there. The one I saw, I think, was either from the New Yorker or the New York Times. One okay. of the two. See, I don't even know that much information. <laughs> I don't even know where I saw the documentary. But Will Smith and Jada have put them just like you and I have. We have put ourselves in, in, in the public eye. There yeah. are millions and millions and millions of people who watch the commercial break. <laughs> Or oftentimes get poked fun at by TMZ and The Hollywood Reporter and Good Morning America. We know what it's like, Will. We're here. We feel the pressure. We feel the pressure. Yeah. Oh, well, there are many more active nudists, skinny dippers, than there are members. And mm-hmm. there are a couple of organizations. <laughs> I'm, picturing, skinny dippers. Oh, I'm picturing skinny dipping like at a lake or yeah. something and somebody coming over and going, would you like to join yeah. ARN? ARN. ARN. Like I have a clipboard. We're having a membership drive <laughs> for ARN. <laughs> are you interested? Uh, no. I couldn't help dipping. but notice just skinny dipping. Would you like to join ARN? <laughs> <laughs> The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Ah, yes, sir. Another episode of the commercial break. How's everyone doing? This is my dear friend, Kristen Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. I'm Brian Green, host and creator of the show, and best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? First, a disclaimer. Okay. In no way, <laughs> in I know no what you're say. way, shape, or form are Kristen Hoadley and I, journalists, nope. purveyor of actual facts, people you should be getting details, information, or advice from about your life, your medical condition, where to find Fen's treasure, <laughs> the weather, anything. Right. We are two fucking buffoons <laughs> on a comedy podcast. It's as if you went to the bar with your best friend and he mm-hmm. sat there, your best friend, the best friend that, you know, 
doesn't really have all his information together. Usually <laughs> likes to lie about things. Heard bits and pieces. Heard of bits and pieces. Yeah. He bangs one chick <laughs> for five minutes, and he tells you he banged four for an hour and a half. You know, he just embellishes. Thinks that a shit. place is a walking stick. He thinks that a place is a walking <laughs> stick. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you should never take anything that we say on this show with any degree of seriousness because we are two best friends talking about what we want to talk about with our own set of information that is usually wrong. <laughs> why would it be right? Why would you take why would you take our shit seriously? We have our Correct. official first controversy Ooh. on this program. <laughs> And I do have to say, we waited. Uh, we waited right into a pile of shit on this one. I guess so. Who knew that the yeah? Finn's who knew Finn's gold treasure, treasure would, would, would end <laughs> up being the thing that cost <laughs> after we, everything we talked about. Well, listen, we also <laughs> we've stirred up some shit about Motley Crue, about Kid Rock, Kid Rock, about Menage a Trois. I mean, listen, we've had our fair share of dissidents. <laughs> most of the most of the feedback that we see that's not you just yelling at your own stereo in the car <laughs> is pretty positive. Yes. But there are people that do not like us and that comes with the territory. It, and it we'll does, talk about that yeah. in a minute. But listen, I totally understand that we are not everybody's cup of tea. But if you are looking at our videos as something that is like a piece of journalistic you know, uh, I don't know, like a journalistic output, then you yourself are fucking delusional. Yeah, I mean, I used to work for Comcast, which carried CNN. But, well, <laughs> but, but you're no longer employed there. I no yeah. longer work there, or never did I ever work at CNN. No. So Chrissy and I did, uh, we did a bit, uh, basically. These are all bits that satire it is. That's it. That's just satire. It's absurd. It's basically meant to make us laugh. Us laugh. That's right. <laughs> and, and we if, hope it makes you laugh, too. And if that means we're going to lie about it, we're going to lie about it. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. You've been listening long enough. You know this show. Chrissy and I did a bit about Fen's Treasure. I watched exactly one. I have heard. There's of, a doc, documentary out there, I guess. Or I don't a, know if we've watched the same one, but yeah, I, yeah there's a couple I of them out there. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I this, saw that it was out there. The one I saw, I think, was either from the New Yorker or the New York Times. One okay. of the two. See, I don't even know that much information. I don't even know where I saw the documentary. And it really wasn't a documentary. More of it was just a like kind of a free form. Yeah, like a free form conversation this guy was having about Fence Treasure. I knew about it before we talked about it, before I saw the video. Right. 30 minutes before we got on air, I watched this 15 minute documentary and I took that information and I turned it into a funny bit that Chrissy and I did about us getting lost in the woods, about the TCB lost treasure. Yes. I cut that clip up. I put it on on YouTube and holy shit, within minutes, people were I mean, Some, attack listen. Fern. Attack Fern. <laughs> I love you and I miss you. <laughs> this, uh, people just started, I mean, a few, listen, not everybody was, no one was personally insulting us. I do have to say that. And they were saying that we had all of our facts wrong. Of course <laughs> we did. We're a fucking comedy <laughs> podcast. It's the commercial break. They were trying break. to enlighten us, yeah. I guess, I, on the facts. I dare you to go through all 170-odd <laughs> some episodes of this program and find two facts that are correct. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. Uh, people got upset because we were not dictating what they felt like were the facts. And what I quickly learned about the the searchers, as they call themselves okay. or refer to others as, <laughs> is number one, they are a group of passionate human beings. Yes. They really love this. They love Fen and they love Fen's treasure and they are very into it. I can appreciate that. I love that. Sure. I think that's awesome. I have a my treasure hunt is always fun. And it's a community of people. Mm-hmm. And they and they obviously have some love and respect for each other. And then there's other people they don't have <laughs> love and respect for. But number two, Forrest is a is I would like a deity. He is very respected oh. in this community. Number three is it is not a foregone conclusion that Jack slash Bill. Why people call him Bill, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's another so fact I got facts, wrong. Yeah. yeah, they have their facts wrong. I'm not sure. For Jack slash Bill, it's not a foregone conclusion to them that he found the that treasure. He actually found it. Yeah. I will now. Correct a couple of the things that I said wrong on the last video. We're going to call this Fence Treasure Update on Facts. Okay. Facts. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Jack did not. The, his Jack name, Bill? Jack Bill. His, his, his name did not come out in the lawsuit. He went to a magazine, I think called Outside The Outsider. I'm not oh, sure I yeah. have that right. Outside, outside magazine. magazine. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah. And he, 
he gave his name willingly because he knew or he felt pressure that it was coming from the lawsuit. So he decided to talk himself. Okay. He, uh, it, to some people who have, I've had conversations with, there was never a picture of, there was never any confirmation by Forrest that this was the man, that Jack slash Bill was the man who found he the He never treasure. confirmed it. Never confirmed that hmm. name, according oh, that to some name. people. But yes. he did confirm that it was found. That he, I believe so. he himself was, I think so, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I believe know. so. Yeah, this is why I don't that... want to wade too far into this. I just want to correct my, because even some people who have contacted me have different ideas of what actually happened. Right. So it's like, it's, I guess it just depends on what your perspective of this whole situation is. But here are a couple facts that I do believe. I honestly forgot about it I, until I, you I, put the clip out. I had, guys, the second I turn off this camera, I have forgotten anything that we talked about. I find my own show funny. Not because uh, not because I, I like to find myself funny, but because I don't even remember what we talked <laughs> about. Sometimes I'm like, wow, that's really funny, Brian. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I was cleaning the other day on a Saturday. I was listening. I was like, oh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> you're forgot. so funny. I forgot. Jack, Bill, whoever. <laughs> OK, fact number two that I'd like to correct. This is from Wikipedia. Many sources here. Not Brian. This is it. Forrest was not a nobody who just came in as a hobbyist finding some artifacts. He was, in fact, owned a art uh, studio with his wife where they dealt with this kind of stuff. He was not a poor man by some estimates. that Or a grave robber. Or a grave robber. (laughs) He was never convicted of anything. Never convicted of anything. He was – he did have his house raided by the FBI in a larger investigation. Uh, but he was never convicted or charged with anything. That, to my understanding, he was cleared. His and his wife, they had an art. De- they had an art studio. Okay, where they made apparently a lot of money, up to by some estimates, by six million gross dollars a year. Wow, so they did have some money. Mm-hmm. Little Bighorn is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a place. It is a person. I said Little or Bighorn. Or walking <laughs> It's true. <laughs> okay, oh, I got Lord. that wrong. Now the rest it sounds like it could be a good person. Sounds like it sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> it sounds like a nice guy, little bighorn. I'm sure if there's, I'm sure if little bighorn existed, he would have had a walking stick. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. I'm sure everyone in that area has a walking stick. I mean, when you're in the Rockies, you have a walking stick. That's what you do. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. treasure was not worth less than a million dollars by some est- by some estimates. By some other estimates, it could be have been worth up to two million dollars. Still not enough to get me off my ass into the Rockies, <laughs> chasing bears and sn- sniffing bears. Cat. Right I mean, for me for my dollar. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There I have corrected some facts that people were upset about that okay. I said I said them because it's a comedy fucking podcast. Right. <laughs> the, now we have had lots of other people comment about our videos and say that we're one hundred percent wrong. You're a douchebag asshole. Get your facts straight. We've had it in review before Mm -hmm. you guys could get your facts straight we don't want to get our facts straight we are not journalists (laughs) we do not want to be held to any standard at all we are two friends i do not have a staff of people to check my facts i'm not fucking you know (laughs) fucking rachel maddow i don't sit around getting my facts from a team of people correct that's not what happens but the reason why i felt i would address this one specifically is because these searchers have been really dicked over by this particular situation and i feel why were they dicked over well because supposedly somebody else found <laughs> but but they believe that maybe he didn't. Okay. Okay. Or, Still out there. Yeah. I don't even want to get into why. There's people who have written me. And I don't even want to get into why. I don't even want to go there. I just don't want to go there. All right. If you want to, so people want to come on air and talk about it. You, you know, 661-237-8296. We can have a discussion about it. But here's the bottom line. People also died in this search. And um, so for that reason and that reason only, we don't usually deal with life and death situations <laughs> here. It's usually like people that eat chalk. That's what we're right. talking about exactly. on this show. Yeah. So I felt like I would. Or have sex with ghosts. Yes. So now, (laughs) so now, we're done with that. Okay. Fens treasure update. Here's the facts that I know that I said wrong that now I have corrected. Now let me go into another spiel here because I feel it's important. (laughs) You have the floor. Thank you. Don't I always? (laughs) Yes. Yes, You do. According to my reviews. Brian talks and talks and talks. Why won't that guy shut up and give that girl a chance to speak? We are. Not comedians, because we don't have the balls no. to stand up on a stage alone and, no. <laughs> and get slammed. Not at all. <laughs> we hide behind the camera and, and the microphone and yeah, yeah, and editing software. That's yes. what we hide behind. <laughs> but if we, but 
we produce what we think is funny. It's our version of comedy. Yeah. It's improv. We just sit here. We talk. And Again, we, we think it's funny to each other. We think it's other. funny to each other. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yes. And there's some other people, I guess, who are finding it funny, <laughs> <Right>. too. <laughs> uh, but comedy is has always traditionally been kind of one of those spaces where you push the envelope. Uh, and sometimes that leads to real meaningful change. It allows conversations to happen in the larger, right. the grand scheme of things. It, it breaks into the consciousness of the mind because when you're laughing, you're open, right? And it's like, true. so then some like George Carlin, I mean, I can go down the list of mm-hmm. people, including Chris Rock, who have really used their comedy to have very pointed discussions, more like monologues, mm-hmm. where they about different issues. About different issues, yeah, right? Social. They kind of break through social, yeah. spiritual, um, you know, economic, I mean, whatever. Any anything you can think of. Comedians yeah. have the jesters, the jokers, the comedians have been at the forefront of this. I don't claim to be a comedian per se. You could be a jester. I'm definitely a jester. <laughs> I got one of those little hats yes. with the dingly thing. It's like a, I call it my snorkel cock hat. <laughs> I've got four snorkel cocks <laughs> with little bells. Oh, yes, the bells. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> got to get you one of those. But Chrissy, this, our job is to make people laugh. And sometimes that includes getting into uh, conversations that may to some audiences feel hurtful, right? Like Fen's treasure. Like, right. These guys Struck got it all earth. wrong. That's not correct. Yeah. Right? And I understand why. they. This is their life. This is their mm-hmm. life's passion. And, and we made fun of it or we may had fun with it. And to them, it's not very funny. Yeah. I get it. To some other people, maybe it was funny. To us, it was funny. But... Chris Rock, I'm going to address this now because this is a week or so now since this has happened, and I just wanted to let some time go by. Chris Rock getting slapped at the Oscars, to me, is one of the nails in the coffin of progressive comedy. Because now it is okay, or to some people, certainly, it's going to be okay to interject violence when you feel a comedian has taken it too far. Mm -hmm. Comedians are going to shy away from conversations that could possibly be hurtful or interpreted the wrong way. They're already doing this, right? Mm -hmm. This, this whole, you know, kind of politically correct thing that's been happening for almost a decade in our country has hamstrung comedians from really talking about how they feel, not all, but some, Mm -hmm. right? Most mainstream comedians, at least, and we really just have the, these kind of these margins that we have right, to Right, where you into. feel like you have to censor yourself. And, we do it all the yeah. time. There are mm-hmm. many times when I look, if the, my printer is working, there are many times <laughs> when I print out a sheet of paper and I will cross it off right away because I'm like, nope, that's going to be like, it's just a whiff of something mm-hmm. that is not politically correct. I don't even want to get into it. Right. And that is not because I am not brave enough to get into it. That is because that is not the point of our show. We really made yeah. a decision that we don't. We want to give people a break from all the bullshit. That's the name. That's the name, yep. the commercial break, right? Mm-hmm. So when Will Smith, for whatever misguided protection he was thinking he was giving Jada, mm-hmm. who seems like a perfectly capable woman herself oh, yeah. of defending herself, mm-hmm. and while she dealt with it with class and dignity and sat there, sour-faced, yeah. sat there, probably hurt, but understood that I will deal with this in my own way. Right. Yeah. She could have controlled the narrative 100% on her own. Next day, she could have tweeted out, not funny to make fun of people with medical conditions, Chris. Mm-hmm. And she would have had control of the narrative. And who knew if he even had? He, he even did not. Knew. I don't believe he I don't did. Believe he I don't have. believe he did. I don't believe he would have he knowingly yeah. made fun of that. I think he thought she'd shaved her head for her for own reasons. For her own reasons, yeah, right? Like, she's had a shaved head for years. Yeah. Like, it's... But she has alopecia. I didn't know it until after this. I didn't happened. either. I think I a no lot idea. of people are like that. Mm-hmm. Not everybody watches that red table bullshit or whatever they put together. Right. I, not to say it's not a good show. I've never seen an episode in my life. I've just heard clips from it. Mm-hmm. So she handles it with dignity. Will Smith is laughing along with everybody, or along with some people in the room, and some people are guffawing. They said they yeah. don't think it's funny because they probably know about her alopecia. And Will Smith stands up violently slaps Chris Rock. Yeah, that wasn't right. Fuck no. Fuck no. I mean, fuckity fuck at the no. very most, as we were talking about yesterday, he, he could have yelled out. He could have yelled, yelled out. out. Yeah. But again, it probably would have just been best to sit there and think about it yeah. and then accept your best actor award. Yeah. And not take away from that story about Venus and Serena. Instead, now it's all about this. I agree and, with you. Yeah. It takes away from everything else that happened mm-hmm. in the night. It takes away from the entire night. The Oscars kind of have sucked for the last couple of years. Anyway, yeah. not, I don't think, I don't, I don't know anybody who watches them I, from beginning to end. Yeah. 
And the only reason why I turned it on is because someone actually sent me the link very quickly after it happened. They sent me a link to right. them recording their screen where it was uncensored the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. This any other person would have walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock like that. It was just I think everybody was stunned. I, I was stunned. Yeah. Stunned. And take the race completely out of it. If this right. is white on white, white on black, mm-hmm. who? I mean, that could have been a whole fucking different conversation altogether. Right. But this is the comedian's job. A comedian's job is to tell jokes that push the envelope. Yeah. And I understand that, that Will Smith and Jada have been a target of Chris Rock, but Will Smith and Jada have put them just like you and I have. We have put ourselves in, in, in the public eye. There yeah. are millions and millions and millions of people who watch the commercial break <laughs> or oftentimes get poked fun at by right. TMZ and the Hollywood Reporter and Good Morning America. Yes. We know what it's like, Will. We're here. We feel the pressure. We feel the pressure. Yeah. Especially after this whole Fence Treasure thing. It's just like the Will Smith controversy. Yeah, I mean, they're both super successful in their own right. Their children are super successful. Everybody around them is, I mean, they definitely. So if, yeah. Yeah, if your thing, Will, is to <clears throat> spread the love and be a vessel for love, then you need to walk the walk. I cannot imagine what is going through someone's fucking head that in front of 15 million people on a live on a stage in front of your peers and everybody else, you go take a bitch yeah. slap at one. I of don't the, think he was a hundred percent sober. I, I don't would know. Think not listen. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even want I to have speculate, no idea, but what I, what I'm trying to, what I, what I am trying to understand and I have a hard time wrapping my head around is how exactly Deeply, do you have to be hurt in order to get up, stand up, do that in the situation that you're in? If this was in a club yeah. and he said something directly this to your wife. televised and for millions of people. In front of your peers. And you're mm-hmm. about to win the Best Actor Award. Yeah. Everyone knows it's coming. You do too. Mm-hmm. This is just insane to me. And I fear now that what's going to suffer are the wonderful funny, sometimes irreverent, and sometimes unfunny and mean-spirited comics, they are going to now dial it down a notch. Are they afraid that someone in the audience in a small club in L.A. or in Chicago or here in Atlanta, are they afraid that that people are just going to start getting violent with them when they hear something they don't like? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you could offend everybody. Everybody. Women, men, transgender, black, white, yellow, brown, everything. I mean, you could offend everybody. Anything that we say. And then that's just for the, what they look like. Frankie B. Yeah. The people who fall in love with roller coasters, chalk eaters, extreme cheapskates, kids who are out of control. I mean, we make fun of it all, but we do it from a place. We don't do it from a place of being mean spirited, though. Sometimes it may come across that way to the people who are actually the butt of the joke. The reality for us is it's just funny. There are things that you point out in life that are funny. That's how we deal with life is by laughing. Mm -hmm. And Will Smith must be such a hurt, have such a hurt child syndrome that just one scratch and he Mm -hmm. bleeds. Yeah. And this misguided principle of protecting your woman against uh, words. If someone said something mean to Astrid, Mm -hmm. right? I would be livid. Like if they said something sure. mean to her face, especially about a condition that she had right. that was uncontrollable, right? E- even if they didn't know, mm-hmm. I would be livid. But I tr- I know that as a human being, Astrid can hold her own. Mm-hmm. If someone physically attacks her, that's a different right. story altogether, yeah. right? Then it's game on. But if someone says something to her, she can hold her own. Yeah. It is not my place to pretend. It's not my place to be her strength because mm-hmm. she is her own strength. And that's the part that makes me so upset about this whole thing is that I think about my family and my wife. Mm-hmm. Jada is fine. And she chose. Yeah, she's a bad bitch. She's I a love bad her. Bitch. Yeah, she's I a bad her. bitch because look how she handled it. Yeah. She sat there with a sour face. Mm-hmm. Chris knew the joke didn't hit. He knew that Jada was pissed off at him. Right. But Will, the hurt child, had to go defend in some false sense of love Mm -hmm. his woman when his woman is perfectly capable of handling herself yeah they could have definitely reacted to it she should have controlled yeah she should have controlled the narrative he ended up being the entire narrative now that's all anybody can talk about of course yeah yeah now (laughs) did we get those facts straight no Uh, okay Not one of those facts got straight. No one hit anybody. The Oscars weren't even last weekend. 
<laughs> more facts we got straight. Okay, that's the serious part. I just wanted to address it because yes. I, we've been talking about it. We have. It we let it. We let our cool our jets for a few days and let this whole play out. Will Smith has now, according to, at the, as of this date that we're recording this, Will Smith has now apologized. Mm-hmm. So his publicist can now take a nap. That has nothing fucking to do with Will Smith. That has to do with his publicist hoping that Will Smith gets into another movie because I can't imagine. And the other thing is, like, take all this other shit out of it. The other thing is, is. Why didn't they immediately escort him out of the building? Well, we were saying that. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. You can't just be violent. No, you can't be violent. I think everybody was stunned. And maybe I thought at first that it was part of the act. Of course, everybody did. Yeah. yeah. And so I think by that point. five minutes later. (laughs) Until he started yelling. Then when he started yelling, you're like, why why would it be a part of the act to yell, you know, get get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth? Right. That seems like silly. And what a stupid thing to say. Get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, mouth or monologue, I think he said. He said mouth. Oh, he did? Yeah, he okay. said get your my wife's name out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well moving on. <laughs> I, and I just want to be clear. Anybody sees us in person, we are not, we Don't do not flip us. us. <laughs> Don't hit us, the searchers. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Take that! Get Finn's His name, name was Bill! Out of your fucking <laughs> mouth. His name was Bill! I didn't know his name was Bill. Okay. One of my favorite things in the world, Chrissy. Uh, one of the, my favorite things in the world is public access television. Oh, yeah. Because public access television, it, it reminds me of my days when I lived back in Chicago. In uh-huh. Chicago. Yeah, let me tell you a story about public access. When I was in my, when I was 20 years old, I lived in this townhouse with this girl who was a friend of a friend. Right. And really what the townhouse was, was a large space, two floors with two blow up mattresses, okay. one chest of a drawers. Between, it was a flop house, basically, <laughs> is what it was. It had a kitchen. There was no food okay. <laughs> ever in the kitchen. Uh-huh. There was no furniture downstairs. <laughs> right. We had an old TV that we had. We got a cable box and plugged it in. It was on the floor for the entire time we lived there. There was nothing in there. Good I times. had an air mattress in the corner. <laughs> I really impressed the ladies yeah. with that. Yeah, <laughs> Come on back to my place. How uh, about we go back to your place? Yeah, how about we go back to your place? Do you have furniture? <laughs> do you have furniture? Hey, before we make a decision about where to go, do you have a, do you have a place to sit there? <laughs> Just wondering. Do you have any soap in you your know, shower? Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I take a shower. It's just the soap part is Missing. expensive. <laughs> Inflation's crazy. Soap is expensive. All of our money went to drugs. That's just the yeah. bottom line, right? And it, oftentimes it didn't even go to rent. I mean, like, we should, I don't even think we paid rent half the time there. Uh, so we ended up getting this weird guy, a boyfriend of a friend of mine, ended up moving into the house. And this guy was strange, but he had a couch. Oh, so we liked him very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the two bedrooms were upstairs and there was no third bedroom. So he ended up making the, the living room his, his bedroom. bedroom. Okay. So he had a couch and then he had a little bed in the corner and then he had this like techno music, you know, t- yeah. technica bullshit that he would set he up. He was styling. He was dark. No, this was like dark, <laughs> like, you know, thrash techno, oh, right? oh, you know, gotcha. like weird. And he would wear eyeliners. I mean, the guy was, he, not, not about how he looked. He was strange. Right. Like his brain worked a different way. Yeah. Right. And we all knew it. And my friend loved him and, you know, so whatever. And that's why she gave him his own bedroom. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's why we decided to give him the living room because he was like, I I could take one of the bedrooms. I'll just take the couch up. No, 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 no. Have the living room. Yeah, have the living room. (laughs) And we'd walk in and out. And when he was sleeping, you'd have to be quiet. It's like only how 20, only 20 year olds live this way. Deal with it. I can't imagine living. I mean, I'm sure people do, but I can't imagine living this way. Even if I didn't have any money, I'd find a way to have my own three feet of space. (laughs) Right. right? And some kind of. Mattress. I don't, I don't even know what it was. I, you know, multiple sweaters rolled up in a sheet or something. <laughs> I figure out. Yes. So this guy had this VHS collection that he brought over. Now, a lot of it was porn, right? And he unabashedly liked porn. Uh-huh. But what was really interesting to me is like sometimes on Friday nights, we would get fucked up and like get some beer and, you know, whatever, some blow and we'd get fucked up. And he'd break out these um, tapes from Tampa Public Access. Oh, Lord. Florida. Florida. Only in Florida. Public Access Television. From midnight. Uh, I don't know what time. I'm, I don't know the facts on this. So don't go fucking going crazy. <laughs> I don't know what time it came on. But at some point in time on the weekends, they would show the, the strip club 
bought time on public access. Oh, right. Okay. And they would just show girls dancing naked <laughs> the in, for like hours on wow. a loop. Wow. It was awesome on fucking <laughs> yeah. public access television. And apparently this was extraordinarily popular. Like people loved sure. the show. Of course. It's nude ladies on free TV. Fun fact, Tampa is like the strip capital of the, has more strip clubs than any city in the U.S. It used to be Atlanta, but I think we yeah. cracked down on that. Um, yeah, Tampa's a wild place, right? Yeah. Ybor City and all that shit. <laughs> so he brought these tapes in a, a public access. I just, I had always loved public access in Chicago <laughs> because the craziest it's fun. shit yeah, comes it's on. Funny. Yeah, occasionally it really you'll get like a, you know, a board meeting or something, you know. An apartment preview meeting. network. Apartment preview <laughs> network. Was that a public access? Well, I think <laughs> so. Of, yeah. Like the channel. The Comcast public yeah, access. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You pay $30 and get it run for 30 minutes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so public access is basically, it's, it is the government's promise or the publicly paid for airwaves promise that everyone can be represented and anyone can have That's time true. on the television and network. And so they have all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. I actually tried to get a public access television show one time here in Atlanta. <laughs> you did? Yeah, but there was a whole bunch of shit you had to go through. And I, didn't, I was still... What was it going to be about? I had an air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to try and get bands that we liked. Oh. On, we were going to like record it. Yeah. Remember when I told you the story about how we were working like in that club one time? There was two clubs next to each other. Yes. One was like a pool hall, and we got the patio to put these live bands on. <laughs> yes. And then the big dance club was next door that had the swingers, the swingers parties. Yeah. So we were going to record <laughs> these, and then we were going to put them up on oh, the public okay. access. Yeah. We thought we just we had it nailed. These, that is a good idea. Everyone was going to be famous. <laughs> we were going to make millions. Right. But there was a lot of drama that you had, you know, you had to go to the studio and sign some shit. And I was like, Dad, I'm not going to do that. I, I you didn't can just a, send them a tape. I didn't even have a driver's license <laughs> or an email address. What was I going to do? So I just found this to be fascinating. It is. And it's time for the commercial break. Inside of the commercial break, it's so fucking meta, I can't even stand it. I wanted to let you know that Chrissy and I are going to be doing the TCB Summer Games. When? This summer. And if you'd like to be a part of the games that we're intending to play, give us a shout. 661. 661- Two three seven eight two nine six. That's six six one. Best the number two Y O Yo. We're looking for singles. We're looking for people willing to play TCB trivia and all kind of game shows. Give us a shout on the phone line or go to tcbpodcast.com and drop us an email at the contact us form. You can also listen to all the audio and watch all the video right from tcbpodcast.com. Catch us on the socials at the commercial break on Instagram and if you would go to our YouTube channel slash the commercial break if you'd like to see any of the clips that we run each and every day and now presenting full episodes two days after the release on the podcast that's right now full episodes available two days after the audio version Sometimes people write in and they ask us, hey, how can we help the commercial break? Two things. Use our sponsors, specialized URLs or codes when you're in the market for their products or services. They give you discounts and free shit. And in return, you tell our sponsors we're doing our job. Number two, and maybe more importantly, leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast player. It doesn't even need to be Apple, CastBox, Podbean, Spotify, Overcast, Google. All of them have some kind of rating and review system, and it really does help us expand the audience. And now we're going to take a short break to listen to our sponsors. We'll be back after this commercial break. Recently, I stumbled upon the Internet Archive. Yes. Which is an archive of all kind of media, books, tapes, VHS, cassettes, videos, anything. The Internet, right? Web pages, yeah. the Internet. And uh, it's a publicly funded project, or I guess I guess people, you know, give up, donate. It's do- donate-driven. And they have user-driven. Bill- user-driven, yeah. yeah. User-created content. <laughs> User-created. It's the wave of the future. <laughs> Web3. Web four. Use your uh, Internet Explorer for that. Do you want to know how to make money in Web three? I'm here to tell you how. First and foremost, you got to buy space in the podcast directory. (laughs) Number three, create NFTs. How do you do that? Not sure. (laughs) Number three, buy Bitcoin. (laughs) Number four, join the metaverse. Number five, you're part of Web three. Web three. Web three. So. 
I found the Internet Archive. I love and this. I found a whole stash of public access oh, television. this is amazing There's also news. a lot of this is on YouTube, too. But yeah. um, this is a wonderful place to go and just lose a whole day <laughs> watching things. There's also a lot of like public access. I, I learned that nudity on public access is actually not all that strange. There's a lot of different okay. communities that allow this kind of thing. I guess yeah. it's up community by community. That's what it's up to. <laughs> so I dug around. I was digging around the Internet. As you do. As I do. And I found some public access television. I think we should take a look at. <laughs> I love this. You like this yes, idea? Okay. I love All this. right. So this we wanted to break this into two episodes because okay. there's a lot here, right? But let's first. We've got so many. I know. We've got so many shows where we're supposed to do a part. Two. I know. I promise we're getting to the part two. We got to get better about that because people are getting upset. They're like, "Hey, you, what know, you start extreme, extreme cheapskates, and then we get we get involved in the storyline, and then you make it exactly two minutes through the video, and what happens? I don't know what happens. We didn't see it either. <laughs> Just know if you didn't if you didn't hear the ending, either did we? No. Yeah. We just think we're too funny. Uh, let's start with an easy one. This is a guy church. We're easily distracted by shiny new objects. Yeah, shiny new objects. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think church and state are supposed to be separated, yeah. it's not always the case. As sometimes, <laughs> or this might be on like a church public access channel. I'm not even sure, right? I don't want to try and pretend like I know that. You know what? I'm putting a disclaimer before the show, and I'm going to talk how I talk. Who cares what the facts are? Here is a guy singing at church. This is one of my favorite videos on okay. the internet. You ready for this one? I'm ready. Okay, let's do this one. <laughs> And take a listen. Oh. To, yep, he's he's oh. there. Okay, this is a guy singing at church. He's in casual church attire. Yeah, well, he's a rock star. <laughs> he's a well-known music guy. Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> Where's the limo? <laughs> Don't you see the security around him? <laughs> okay, for those of you who are listening, this guy is in a pair of extraordinarily dirty jeans, blue jeans. Yeah, that tennis are th- shoes. Three sizes too big for him and a oh. ill-fitting shirt, polo shirt, looks like. Yeah, and also it looks like it's a those are funeral flowers. Yeah. And someone <laughs> and a couple of wing back chairs and some candles and maybe that's where the choir goes let's, in the background. Let's call him Chad. Chad okay, is who you Chad. call when people die. When yeah. you need a nice song yes. and someone's died, you call Chad. That's He's right. pretty famous. This song has made him famous. That's right. Okay. It has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. Um, <laughs> including this including the internet, including the commercial break. <laughs> True. It was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002, uh, with one of the best quartets out there today, Brian Freen Assurance. New Year's Rockin' Eve with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I was on the Miley Cyrus Pete Davidson special. (laughs) I think you said with one of the most well-known quartets out there, Brian Regan Insurance. (laughs) It's it's like, he's singing with an insurance company? What's going on here? Uh, privilege to be able to sing this one with Brian Free, and uh, I don't know if I listen. You know you've made it when you're singing with Brian, Brian Free. Brian Free. <laughs> the entire time I was in 33P, I kept saying to the boys, <laughs> "If we can just get to sing with the Brian Free Insurance Group, <laughs> we're well on our way. We're going to pay. We're going to be playing empty churches across America. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Next stop, Rio. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Rock in Rio. Uh, la la palooza. Or <laughs> not, but ever since uh, then, we've had competitions. I've worn him out. Um, I wore him out? I wore him out. Ah. Oh, I see. He's throwing down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's a searcher. Not to make me look good or anything, but that's what happened. <laughs> uh, not, to, not to make myself look good, but we had competitions and yeah. I tore them up. Not to make myself look good, but I got <laughs> a four inch cock. It's just facts. <laughs> it's just facts. Just facts. facts are <laughs> flaccid. I'm two and a half inches. Those are the facts, ma'am. <laughs> this guy can't help himself. Uh-uh. Yeah. I like it. I know this personality way yeah. too much. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like they, you know. I guess I guess we can all be like this sometimes. You know, you did that one thing and you find a way to slip it into the conversation. Right, every time. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I used to be uh, I used to be on the radio. <laughs> I just don't finish that sentence. I used then, to be on the radio. Then that means people laugh. Yeah. People, really? Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I don't finish the rest of the story, which is on a small signal. Seriousness. <laughs> that reached three thousand people in South Georgia. <laughs> The legend. This is the legend. one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina, has uh, represented. Oh, wow. Represent. Woo! Salisbury. Salisbury. 
Salisbury in the house. They call us Salisbury steak and cheese. <laughs> I like to sing with Brian Freeze. My name is Chad. Ooh, I'm Chad. My jeans are too long. <laughs> I like he's got his fan club out there in yeah. the in the. Hey audience. guys, update. Since the year 1995, I think 1996. 1995, 1996. You should buy the appropriate <laughs> length in your jeans. Yes. He is got. He's he's probably like a thirty length, maybe okay. a twenty twenty nine length. Yeah. He's wearing a thirty nine. Yeah, it's I mean, really it's, long. Yeah. He's. I don't know what look that is, but. <laughs> uh, their top choice. So therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. It's called "Looking for City." Their top choice. Oh, oh, the Salisbury it's, it's people. The Salisbury steak people. <laughs> okay. Salisbury steak people. They're top It's called choice. Looking for a City. <laughs> this has been playing on a loop on our local radio station <laughs> for about five years. <laughs> W-C-O-C-K, how can I help you? Yeah, do you have that song, that one with that Chad sings with Brian Freeze? Oh, you're talking about Big Chad, Big Cock Cheese? You know, it's Salisbury Steak's only Christian rock radio station. Let's play it again. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> He's like, one, one two, two, three, three four. It. Yeah, this sounds like carnival ding, music. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Let's okay. listen to that again. I like that beginning. Off to a promising yeah. start. Here. He says hit it and no one claps. <laughs> Apparently it's... Did he say Whatever it? city he's in. <laughs> just saying it. I know. <laughs> looking for a... What's he looking for a whatever? Yeah. Just trying to find my place in the song. <laughs> this is my most famous song. Now I'm fucking it up all along. <laughs> I can't remember the words. I didn't know you was gonna start out with. Oh my god! I, I, I didn't know you were gonna start. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna play the piano, man. What's up, dude? That's how we practiced it. Oh, we didn't practice it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we practice it now? This is like me on stage with 33P. Is this our sound check? Sure, dude. Whatever you want. Uh, I don't know where my own place is in my own song. This is my most famous song. If this is your most famous song, yeah. what's your least famous song? Looking for a city built above. Looking for a city. Whoa. If he's tearing up... The other guy, if he's staring up the other guy, I wonder what the other guy sounds like. Yeah, the like. other guy is bad, I'm imagining. I'm running laps around Brian Free. I just want you to know. I've been to four churches this afternoon alone. Free coffee and donuts every time I walk in the door. I'm my Sal rider. Salisbury's finest. Well, this ain't in millions, millions, never say goodbye. Oh my God! Oh, oh, oh! Oh, he's gonna take it up an octave. Go, man, rugged! Woo! Brian Free got nothing on you. I want him to go. Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Look, he takes it up an octave too. He goes from this octave that he can't sing in to the higher octave. He definitely can't sing it. Looking for a city where I never die. Where I never die. Wow! 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 This is so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. This ain't a million. People cannot have liked this. No, there's <laughs> people like it for the wrong reasons. Right. I think he's running laps around Brian Free because people are like, yes. we got a comedy act next Sunday in the rectory. Come on down. His name is Chad. <laughs> Oh. I mean, this please say goodbye. <laughs> I have looked and looked and looked and tried to find a version of this that is like, oh, oh he stands up, he's, he gets he through up. the pillow and yeah. the chair. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, get crazy. 
This is usually the point when the ladies throw the bras up on stage. Does he have a tiny hand? Yes. <laughs> He's got a... My Kristen Wiig is Saturday Night yeah. Live. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Uh, he took a drink chicken? of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he took a drink of water while he was singing. My question is, what octave is he trying to hit? Like this can't not be not a pleasurable one to yeah. the ear. Oh, look, he's he's waving at the he's waving at the pianist. One more time, one more time. Encore. <laughs> like Mick Jagger. One more time. <laughs> the key, even the pianist is like, what? Uh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god. Does he have bricks in his pockets? Oh, this is painful. It does look like he has bricks in <laughs> What? That's all I'm doing. Yeah. See ya. And then he starts back again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's not real crowd noise. No. no, somebody put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. There's no way. <laughs> no way. There's not even anybody in the place. No, I know every oh, chair God. is empty. Every chair is empty. But I, you know, whatever. That guy, he's one of my favorites because I know this guy. The first step is to have self confidence. You know this guy at the party. He comes up to yeah. you and he's like, "Hey, how you doing? Hey. My name's uh, my name's Chad. Yeah, yeah, director hey, of sales. Yeah, uh, number one sales guy at uh, Brian Green's Sloppy Joe and Sexual Surrogate Hut. I don't know if you've heard of it. WCOK. Yeah. <laughs> W W C O C K. That was my uh, was my idea. The whole uh, it was all my idea. I'm running laps around all the other sexual surrogates. I don't know if you do that. <laughs> Check yeah. out my jeans. I bought them five sizes too big. They look That's good. Right. <laughs> they double as a parachute. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh, that way you can easily roll them. In third grade, I, 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 I won a race on the on the. Uh, on recess. On the relay? On yeah, the relay. The handoff and, yep, stick. I, yeah. <laughs> I was uh <laughs> I was after the race. I was the guy who did the extra lap. Mm-hmm. I did the uh I did the championship you lap. Went, That's what you I did. For extra credit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wrote down the stats of basketball. I don't know if you knew that. That was, that was pretty much my thing. I don't know if you knew that. I can drive with both hands. Then Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If you no one does a rear view mirror like I do, I'd get it right exactly right. <laughs> I know how to put air in tires. That's what I do. That's, I, I invented that. I invented putting air in tires. I don't know if you knew that. Nice to meet not. you, Chad. Thank you very much. <laughs> do you walk down sidewalks? <laughs> I do. I invented that. Mm-hmm. I invented walking on a sidewalk. I don't know if you knew that. They used to call it a side Chad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Chad walk, but it got changed. Somebody got somebody called it a sidewalk because it was on the side. I don't know. If you knew that. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. We go straight from Chad Ooh, into Solaire. Solaire. A family-friendly nudist resort. Here, oh my gosh! Oh, you're gonna love 1934. this one. Since 1934. Since 1934. I gotta say, this <laughs> this particular trend place. is a little disturbing to me. The family-friendly nudist resort. Yeah. I mean, I listen. My children run around my house naked like every other child I'm in America. All good with nudity. I'm all good with nudity mm-hmm. too. But should I be sharing that with a bunch of strangers? Like in this day and age, right. I don't know. Now, nudists are gonna say that it's not sexual. It's the way that God made us. And maybe I can, uh, I understand what you're saying. I get it. But it's just not for me. It makes me, make me feel a little uncomfortable to be at a nudist resort where my kids were naked and there were other adults naked. Naked, exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right to me. But, you know, Each to their own. own. This place has been around since 1934. Since 1934. (laughs) it's still rocking. Well, if you take a look, most of the people have (laughs) also been around since 1934. (laughs) So layer. So layer. Recreation League. Oh, Recreation League. Huh. What is that? I Do they, I, I'm assuming oh. if they have like an actual league, like a softball league, they're not wearing jerseys. So no, no, you no, don't no. Know. It's usually clothing <laughs> optional. So, you know, some people will wear. Uh, how many boners maybe just do you like, think? Maybe just have like, like a, a little beach? sign that's hanging around your yeah. neck. That's right. Number. <laughs> 32. <laughs> I'm going to be skins and you be skins. <laughs> Skins against skins. Skins against skins. Dark skin against light skin. Come on, let's go. Tan against untan. Have you ever been to a nudist uh, beach? I have a nude not. beach? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have. But I've been to one that look, the ones in Miami look like they're. Yeah, oh, yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah. There are, there are women and in Spain, there are women yeah. and men 
who will go Topless. perfectly naked. Yeah, thongs. And kids are naked all over the place. Yeah. That was one of the things that it took a minute to get used to because mm-hmm. I've... I almost felt like, as a father, I felt like running over there and saying, put on some clothes, put some clothes on this kid. And those beaches are so crowded in Spain yeah. in the summer. They're so crowded. And there's just like, there's just lots of nudity. It's That's just what part happened. of the culture. Yeah. And you actually, you know what? After having been there now many times, you know, spent many months there, I'm just, it, when you go there, you're just kind of like used to it. It makes yeah. it not weird too, honestly, yeah. for people growing up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah that's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. You want to make it weird? Let's listen to this. Okay. <laughs> well, this oh, next... wait. Not that guy. This guy. Here at Solaire, it's okay to have your penis out. <laughs> Got a snorkel cock? Oh. Show Hi, everyone, it. And welcome to Sopridge Community Television. And I'm your host, Max Scullix. He's wearing and a today suit. Today I'm here with mm-hmm. Mr. Dick Whitney and Dr. Rana Crozy. Hi, Dick. And hi, Rana. Hello. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. And we're here really to uncomfortable okay, let me, let me, because yeah. we're wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> let me paint the picture here. Dick and Rhonda are probably in their early 70s, yeah. is my guess. They're mm-hmm. in their early 70s. Uh, Dick is, uh, I think, pr- probably like what most Americans look like. He's a little portly. He's yeah, got a bald hair. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the host of the show is in a full suit. He's also probably <laughs> in his late 60s. Yeah. He's also balding. And uh, Rhonda is a smaller woman. She's a little bit shorter. I just want yeah. to paint a picture. Both of the, all yeah. three of these people are much older. They're not, yeah. When you go to the nudist resort, I don't imagine it's like, you know, hot 22 <laughs> right. year olds running around <laughs> exactly. with their 15 inch cocks kissy, out. Yeah. Girls kissing. That's right. Yeah. Girls you know, making out. Yeah. You have to go to a chiropractor party for <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> Interesting subject. And it's nudism as a recreational way of life. Now, Dick and Ron, I'm going to assume that you're active nudist. Absolutely. That's so interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely loud and proud. You don't mind if I whip my tits out, do you, Dick? <laughs> His clothes are itchy. I know. Hey, hey, ba- hey, Dr. Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, I got tags in my underwear. You mind, you mind taking those off for me? Thanks, Dr. Rhonda. And um, this is a way of life that you've adopted, and and you and you enjoy this lifestyle. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. You enjoy. It. I do this do against you? my will. I know you're not being forced, are you? <laughs> I'm being blackmailed. I have to show my tits. That's so there. And my audience gets to hear about this because this is really interesting. Um, recently, Dick, we had a, a video. Uh, submitted to us here on Sopper's Community Television. <laughs> we got a video. What was submitted <laughs> Of your hot cock yeah. running around that beach Dick's over there Dick. at Solaire. That's right. <laughs> Dick, for 70 years he old, you are name. still hard and strong. Pr- proud of you, Dick. Proud of that dick, Dick. Be proud of that dick. <laughs> we'll take them all, and it was a video, and it was critical of you and the political activities that you've been involved with, which is probably fair game for, for a video. But it, it also <laughs> sort of called you out for your nudist lifestyle, and it had nothing to do. It also showed your balls, Dick. <laughs> He's trying to we tap dance around this video. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it's probably no no-no to videotape at the nudist resort, yeah. don't you think? <laughs> I'm just guessing. I see some guy with like, because back when this was shot, it was probably like those big... Cam yes. Quarters. <laughs> 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 nope. No, no, it's not a camcorder. It's uh, it's I'm a Walkman. Doing a documentary. <laughs> it's one of those new CD players <laughs> carrying it around. <laughs> it's one of the Walkmans, FM and AM cassette player, dual cassette. A, you know, two cassettes tuned to yeah. a satellite. <laughs> It's a satellite dish. <laughs> I got to bring it around. It's got a bad signal at the house. <laughs> I'm just, I'll be on the other side of the lake here with my satellite dish pointing in your direction. <laughs> Do you mind uh, raising your dick a little bit? <laughs> I get a better signal, dick, when your dick step is out, dick. Sun, yeah, step in the sun, too. We're going to need you ever in the sun. <laughs> Come out. Hey, where's Doc Rhonda? <laughs> Can you get her standing up, too? All right, thanks, dick. But signal's much better now. <laughs> and then he goes back home and immediately sends it to the local public yeah. access. And how does he send it? Look he, what is happening. He, he puts it in one of those FedEx bubble wrap thing and sends it to them. I, If anybody is a nudist or owns a nudist resort or is part of a nudist community, Contact I would us. love to hear from you. 237-661-BEST-TO-YO. 661-237-8296. Uh, and send us a text message or a voicemail. I would love to talk to you about this because 
you know, we could do a podcast from the nudist resort. Oh, we could for do a sure. show from the nudist resort, yes. and I bet that would be a barrel of monkeys. Yeah, I'm. De- <laughs> could I wear just like a lacy robe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. and not go full nude. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna wear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have my. I'm gonna wear. I don't know. You wear your snorkel. I'm gonna cock. wear my snorkel cock. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna wear. A literal snorkel on my cock. <laughs> Nothing to do really with your political activities. And as a viewer, I thought it was probably uh, maybe unfair is the word I'm looking for. But Dick, how do you feel about How did that make you feel? I, I was actually quite amused. Were you? Marchetti, who uh, did it twice, actually, five years ago and mm-hmm. more recently. Uh, this little, is the this second guy. time he's videotaped my cock. <laughs> this guy. My kitty runs guy. around town videotaping my I cock. <laughs> This guy's out to get us. I find it amusing. I find it amusing. He wants my cock. I'm telling you what. I got ulterior motives what I smell here. He likes the cut of my jib. If you know what I mean. That's sad, but I, I thought this is an opportunity because I'm really... This is an opportunity to tell everybody how big my cock <laughs> And to recruit new members. Of course. Yeah. Love the nudist lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was never... Hiding it. So, in fact, what yeah, shown, he's like, look, no, you uh, were never uh, hiding it, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look, we've got this community. What yeah. do you want? What do you Fine, want? Fine, tape Same, us, whatever. Yeah, send it to the send the tape to the yeah. local. I'm a nudist. <laughs> do you think I give a shit? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped giving shits a long yeah. time ago when what? I with my clothes. Let me count how many fucks I give. <laughs> right. Zero. I, I find <laughs> it amusing. Oops, I don't have any fucks. <laughs> was a video clip of Ron and I when we went on Hartford TV mm-hmm. and talked about it with our names you're... being promoted. So mm-hmm. it's nothing I'm hiding. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, it, thanks, because it really gave me the idea of doing this session today. So <laughs> thanks. It really gave me the idea that my cock is pretty big. <laughs> and I should promote it. Yeah, I should promote this. I said to Rhonda, I said, you know what, Donnie? We should promote my cock. <laughs> It's pretty big. And she said, I'm with you. And I'm a doctor. Grateful. You don't seem to, uh, you're not ashamed. <laughs> no, not because there's nothing to be ashamed yeah, of. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you more about my, how I got involved, but it's mm-hmm. one of the best decisions I made in my life. All right. Very good. Then. Well, I mean, <laughs> save money for one. Don't need the clothes. clothes. Yeah. You don't, you're not you keeping you the latest need, styles. You don't need air conditioning if you're walking around naked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. uh, that's really the only thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> you save money on porn. You probably don't need porn if you're at the nudist resort. Well, although it's probably frowned upon to masturbate right there in the middle of the <laughs> the beach, especially the family friendly one. <laughs> I'm saving money on porn. I hope you don't mind, there, Doctor Judith. <laughs> I mean, I, my concern is I spend days. Worrying about my an erection at a massage therapy a therapy appointment, right? I mean, I do. It's so just like one of those one. things that yeah. runs through my We've head. We've talked about that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how do you avoid the inevitable? I mean, or is it inevitable? Or do you just learn to control your cock? Well, I mean, at the, again, once again, if it's normalized, then it's just there all the time. Is it normalized not, to have a – I mean, but still. Or, I mean, I understand organs are not sexual inherently, Right. It's I mean, they're like, well, I mean, there's different like if you're grabbing a cup of coffee in the nude. Yeah. Like (laughs) still getting a boner. (laughs) Still got a boner. I got a boner at the Starbucks this morning for no reason. No, I'm kidding. So um, but that's I'm I'm, this like a serious question I'd love to pose to a nudist. Let's say you go down to a place. I mean, hedonism, I guess, is a bad example because hedonism is specifically about hooking up with. Well, right. There are the places that you can go to actually hook up and be in the nude all the time. Family friendly nudist resort. The family friendly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but like maybe there's a little kid running around. So there you go. You're not. That's gonna turn you on. But in your everyday (laughs) life, you meet people that you are attracted to. Right. There are people that you find attractive. So there are going to be people that you find. I mean, I would think if they're in your age range. They're like within 15 years. I'm just, it's just curious. I'm just curious about this question. Well, also most people too, aren't as attractive nude as they are 
with. Oh, that's for fucking <laughs> sure. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Come on over to the green household. Take a schnarl of my schnoz. <laughs> you know, and you get close. You're presenting yourself. Of course. You know, if, if yeah. you don't have any of that, you're just But kinda... like a peacock, I wonder, I'm worried about <laughs> presenting myself in the wrong way. <laughs> Jewelry, yeah. a wig. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do they call those fake, fake, the man skin or the what do they call those things? The fur, uh, a the furkin, a murfkin, a uh, uh, merkin, a merkin. Is it called a merkin? I think it's called a merkin. Disclaimer: We yeah. don't know. We don't know what we're talking about. I don't want any merkin fans calling me up. <laughs> It's not a Merkin. It's a Murfin or whatever. A Murfin. Mine's going to be a Murfin, okay? I'm going to get a Murfin. Get a Murfin. <laughs> but what if the head of hair just starts to raise while you're getting... <laughs> you're what getting... If... <laughs> As you're getting your erection, it just... it, it, maybe yeah. it, it, it pulls up and then slides off. <laughs> Or it pops out like a, like a string, like a like a rubber band. Yeah, <laughs> to hold it in place. It pops out like a squirrel in a bush. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about my squirrel. Oh, uh, that is too funny. I wish I had an actual image of that. I wish. I feel we, like I'm getting one. I know. I just have this like image of a little fro, like a little yes. like puppet fro, and then it just like starts raising up while you're talking to somebody. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Who's he says that? hello too. Yeah, that's Murphy. That's Murphy. My, my Murphy says hello yeah, too. My Murphy says hello. <laughs> Hello to you. Hello to this you, Murfin. Murfin. <laughs> this is Murfin. This is we call him Magic Murfin. He does this trick. You want to see? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. You are heavily involved with the AANR, which is a body uh, for nudist recreation. What can you tell me about that and what your role is with oh, that? Certainly. The American Association for Nude Recreation, which we call Anner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's as bad as Murphy. Anner. Here he, here I call the meeting to order the annual meeting of Annas. <laughs> oh, my God. The oldest uh, organization that represents nudism, nude recreation, and helps to protect the rights of mm. nudists, and um, it, it's that. really important yeah. to do that, because, <laughs> and we'll talk more at, at length later, but... Um, <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk more at length, great. <laughs> if I was the host, I'd be like, can we just talk it about it not in length now, so yeah. we don't have to do it right. later? <laughs> you don't mind if I get this also, over with, you? Also, could you take off your clothes? Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you guys were going to show Except up nude. nude. <laughs> yeah, those going to drive a public access ratings through the roof. <laughs> to come out as nudists. It's nationwide, the AANR, right? Oh, absolutely. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Just a guess. Coast to coast. coast. Soup to tits. (laughs) Uh, Head to shaft. (laughs) Just in America. Oh, well, there are many more active nudists, skinny dippers, than there are members. And mm-hmm. there are a couple of organizations. <laughs> I'm, picturing, skinny dippers. Uh, I'm picturing skinny dipping like in a lake or yeah. something. And somebody coming over and go, would you like to join yeah. ARC? ARN. Like I have a clipboard. We're having a membership drive for ARN. <laughs> are you interested? Uh, no. I couldn't help dipping. but notice just skinny dipping. Would you like to join ARN? <laughs> I'm just dipping my toe in the water. You have reached Art. <laughs> Please leave a message. I'll get back to you soon. <laughs> Press one for the director of Art. <laughs> the fuck is Art? Art. <laughs> uh. 
And Anner. Anner's been around. Anner. Anner. <laughs> Anner. We got her fact wrong. Many, many <laughs> like in the middle of it. <laughs> we couldn't even remember one fact from a minute ago. And you want us to research Anner. on your behalf. Come on. Art. Art. Anner. Art. Art. <laughs> <laughs> well, there concludes another fun fact-filled episode of the commercial break. And <laughs> between Murfin, Fence Treasure, Will Smith, and Anna. Oh my God! And again. Nor did we get through six minutes of video. We can't do it. We can't do it. I'm sorry. We can't do it. We can't provide you facts. We can't finish the show. It's just the way that it is. It's part of the charm. <laughs> if you'd like to join Arnt, go to tcbpodcast.com. Anert. Anert. Oh, my God. Okay, tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You find out more about Chrissy and I. Listen to all the audio. You can find out more Watch about the art as well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I'll give you a link straight to art. <laughs> At The Commercial Break on Instagram, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for clips every day of the week. Content you can't find anywhere else like TCB in the studio. And now... Full episodes released a couple of days after they broadcast on the podcast channels. Also, I'd like to let you know that Chrissy and I are looking for a couple willing participants. Victims is probably the better <laughs> to join way to, our nudists. Yeah, to join our art. <laughs> We're starting our own faction of Anner. It's going to be called Art. <laughs> We're just switching some letters around. <laughs> The American Association of Recreational Recreational Nudist Nurses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TCB Games coming up this summer. <laughs> summer games. We might oh, contact Solaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might do them in the nude. <laughs> Six six one two three seven eight two nine six 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 one. The word best, the number two. Y O Yo. Text us. Let us know you're interested, or you can call that phone number and leave us a voicemail. Please do us a favor and visit our sponsors' URLs and specialize. Visit our sponsors' websites with the specialized URLs and use the discount codes so you get free shit. Let our sponsors know we're doing our job for them. All right. I don't know how much more I can laugh. Our, our. We started off on a serious note, but we ended exactly the way I expected. Exactly. <laughs> exactly how we end every other show. A bunch of fucking morons. Okay, this is what I say. I say I can't do any more today, Chrissy. I don't think that you can. But I love you. I love you. Best to you. <laughs> and best to you out there in yes. the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, always say, more. more.